Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Off the Top. I am your host, Anthony Bonet, and joining me for this episode is Mackenzie Kurth. Mackenzie, how are you? I'm good. Doing well. It's a little early, but, you know, I'm happy to be here. Oh, we're going to push through it, though. <laughs> and right next to her, Ginny Desern. Ginny, how are you this morning? I'm great. How are you doing, Anthony? Oh, I'm doing so great. Every time <laughs> I, every time it's time to record, I, my mood just goes through the roof. That's it's fun. So good. It's fun. Yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's easily the best part of my day, of my week. Mic's on, headphones on. You know how it goes. Yeah. It's so fun. You it's feel so, so professional and, like in it oh yeah. yeah yeah we were just talking before we recorded like yeah the headphones on like kind of makes you look like a professional <laughs> podcaster it doesn't matter it doesn't matter who we are outside of the studio once the headphones are on it's like no no we're podcasters yeah and the mics i feel like i'm on like a radio show and it's pretty cool radio yeah <laughs> off the top is a podcast for students from the agency at uf discuss an eclectic set of topics for your and our entertainment and enrichment. Audio versions go up every other Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and video versions on YouTube if you want to see the faces behind the voices. If you like hearing us, if you like this show, do remember to please like, give high ratings, subscribe to the YouTube channel, interact with us, etc., etc. That's what keeps the mics and the lights on. So for those who are unaware of how we do things here, each of us come with topics that we want to talk about and we take turns talking about the topics. This episode is a little different because the two of you have joined together to make one mega topic to <laughs> to rule the airwaves with. <laughs> to take over. <laughs> so norm normally I would roll my 20-sided die to uh, pick who goes first, but since we were just talking about Mr. Harry Styles and this is what y'all's topic is, yeah. then... Go ahead, take the floor. All right. Do you, who wants to start, Jenny? <laughs> well, go? I mean, we're talking about Harry Styles, but we're really talking about music marketing. Mm -hmm. He just happens to be one of the best at right. it. Also, Taylor Swift, who kind of changed the game for everyone. So for you Taylor Swift fans out there. The Swifties. <laughs> we appreciate Swifties, you. We appreciate you. We will talk a little bit about Taylor Swift, but not too much because Melissa already talked about Right. And you have to listen to her episode. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, simply put, music marketing is just raising awareness of your music. Some artists will just say, my album's dropping this day. You know, I have a single coming out this day. And some artists take it kind of to the extreme and drop some Easter eggs and set fans up to, like, fans are becoming little detectives for mm -hmm. their for their, their favorite artists. Yeah. So. I think the best, like, most interesting thing about music marketing is that the fans really do all the work, essentially. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of planning that goes into it, like there is with everything in marketing, but everything is so strategic and minimal on the artist side. And like, for example, with a lot of Harry's music releases as of recent, like with Fine Line Era and all that, he kind of just like, like drops little hints and then fans are like, are you guys, like fans will communicate over Twitter and be like, are you guys getting this ad? Like, um, yeah, we're getting this ad too. It's so random. Like, why are we getting this? And then they realize that it draws back to Harry Styles, mm. but they're still unsure, but they're talking about it. And so then everyone starts talking about it on social media. Then it goes trending. And then it gets revealed that it's about Harry Styles. And it's like, all, it, all he needed was for people to talk about it. And that just was great publicity. Like, just making it so ambiguous and like unsure that people are like decoding it and they're like, it's not about this. No, it can't be related to him, but they're still talking about him. Like even if it's, I don't know. So it just kind of like, it's all about the fans. Like it's so smart. 
honestly like so smart it's so it's such a good marketing ploy like honestly like being in the harry styles fandom and seeing everything take place in the fine line era back in 2019 has made me want to get into the music industry like through advertising Mm. before because i mean 2019 i was a freshman in college so i didn't really know what i wanted to do like i was still studying advertising but i didn't really know what i wanted to do with it and then i was like wait this is like really cool like with everything with Aroda, which you probably don't know because it's, it's <laughs> not a lot of people know it if you're not in the fandom. Fine Line Era, Fine Line was his last album. Okay. Yeah. So that's, we call it the Fine Line Era. Right. Or like Fine HS1. Era. Yeah, we can get Harry into Styles, that. HS1. Which is just so, first album. Harry so many Styles. terms. I have to take, I have to, have to take notes on all these vocabulary terms. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can, t- I didn't want to talk, like get into the Aroda just yet. I wanted to preface, but I definitely <laughs> want to talk about it because it is very related to it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it just, it made me want to get into music marketing and, now I'm like really trying to get with like Sony and like Universal Music Group. Like mm. those bigger artist brands are just so cool. And like, I don't know, I love concerts. So Dude. yeah. Nice. Anything to add about that? Yeah, I just think it makes <laughs> it more fun. I yeah. think it's always more interesting when there's all this stuff leading up to like the release of a of a song or an album or like with Taylor Swift with her re-recordings coming out, which I'm sure you heard about the re-recording. I heard about, I was told about the re-recording. Yeah, and yes. there's all of this, um, all these theories about this is uh, Speak speak Now Taylor's version coming out next or I've seen a lot of 1989. 1989 Taylor's version coming out next and then people trying to connect like Harry's like whole Wonderland thing that's going on with like Harry's album release and which is just a whole other like theory <laughs> and like Taylor Swift's song Wonderland. So it's like all of this, it's funny when people like put them together too because yeah. 1989 allegedly is about, is about Harry, Styles. Harry Styles. Really? She has a song on the album called Style. Yeah. Oh, it's a little on the nose. Uh, <laughs> it, the w- lyrics are like, white shirt, slick back hair. You've got like that. that. Oh, Dane's Dane's I've heard that. That's actually, one of, eyes. that's actually one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs. I yeah, love that song. Yeah. It's really good. Now, the hook is style. We never go out of style. But uh-huh. anyway. Style and then is the answer to another <laughs> So are they, are, they, are, they rel- are they connected in some way? Like, do they, they have a history? They dated. Oh, okay. But back when he was in One Direction. Oh. Was it PR? Who's to say? That's Who's a, to say? Yeah, I always, I always question Hailer. that. Like when Hailer. That was their ship name. <laughs> so from a marketing perspective. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, the, this is the no. One Direction history. <laughs> no, I think it's all, it's all, no, it's all Related. baseline. Like, it, no, I, I feel like I needed that background because yeah, it's informing the question that I'm about to ask. So like from a marketing perspective, yeah. I, f- I feel like from me who's outside of all of this, that Harry Styles has had the biggest solo career out of all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what I was just looking up here on my laptop now, I was just going through Spotify and going through some of the um, uh, the other members as well, like seeing how many listens their top songs have. Mm-hmm. Harry's Watermelon Sugar has like 1.6 billion plays yeah. on Spotify, which is <laughs> crazy. insane. I know. Insane. Um, and so, okay, well, that fits. I wonder how much the other ones. And so mm-hmm. I, went to, so I, I went to Zane. And Zane has f- four songs that have over a billion listens. Harry has what? two. Wow. wow. Yeah. Is one of his Zane? songs the one with Taylor Swift? Um, oh, yeah, shit. which are the songs? Uh, let me... I assume Pillow Talk. Yeah, one of them is Pillow Talk. Uh, Zane does make very good live. music. Uh, I Don't Want to Live Forever. With Taylor Swift. Fifty Shades Darker. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> I one know. for sure. I knew that one would be... Um, because that's him and Taylor. Mm-hmm. The correction. He has three songs that are one, that are over a billion. Uh, I Don't Want to Live Forever, Dusk Till Dawn, and Pillow Talk. Are, Dusk yeah. Till Dawn. So, that's with someone else, right? Isn't that like a collab? I can't uh, 
We're not bashing no. Zane. We're just trying to figure out what this. I love Zane's uh, music. Zane's Honestly, great. nobody is listening. Such a good album. Like when that came out, like last he year. He also has the song for the Aladdin, the movie. He does. He has a whole new world. He's in. He did a whole new world for. I never saw that movie. Not like the one that played in the movie, but like in the end credits. Oh. The end credits. The credits. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I always say end credit. Marvel has really ruined that. End for me. Yeah, yeah, the end credit, end credit scene. scene. The end credit scene for Aladdin is just Zane. It's a, it's a Zane music video. <laughs> So, so Zayn is just by number by like his top his top songs performing better than Harry. Harry has his second and third like his Harry's more evened out in terms of his songs. Mm-hmm. Zayn on the upper end has more listens, but overall though Harry I feel like is talked about more like he's made more magazine covers i work at cvs and and i never see on the magazine racks i never see whole magazines about the stock the 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 um the complete guide to zane but i do see the complete guide to harry styles everywhere i might have two of those oh i have so many (laughs) my my parents for christmas got me four harry styles Magazines. Two of them are the complete guides, and they're the same thing, just like different pictures in them. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like, all the same. You. One's like his Grammy picture, and the one's like literally a picture from Love on Tour. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. what do you think separates the two of them? Um, I know Zane. I don't believe he goes on tour anymore. I think I don't want to make this like about mental health, but I think he has like anxiety, and I'm not trying to diagnose him, but I believe I saw that somewhere. Um, and so I think you know he's not putting himself out there as much as harry does he, i i think he just more cares about the music rather than the brand or the publicity mm-hmm. um but i mean obviously it's still working for him because he's got some songs in the billions which yeah. is pretty good yeah. and he has been around longer than harry but i think harry just has such a charismatic personality that people just draw to he's very like humble about it he's also a bit private and secretive with it with his life so it kind of leads to more speculation and more people talking about him but yeah that's kind of what i think yeah he definitely i think even in the band like you kind of knew that he had not that the other guys weren't talented and weren't funny and charismatic and everything but he was the one that like stuck out mm-hmm. i would say out of the group like they were on iCarly and yeah and harry played like the main now to be fair he was like the most popular but he was the most popular because of like his personality mm-hmm. he was cute but they were all cute you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right, so, yeah, like, they were all they were all very cute. <laughs> you know, you know? Of, of course. But like so, yes. he was like the lead in iCarly and then um they did the they actually did a Pepsi commercial with Drew Brees, like for mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. It was right. a Super Bowl commercial and Harry was like the main one in that. So uh-huh. I think like in the band he was kind of set up to mm-hmm. have like the biggest solo career, but then like post band his songs that came out, I think just reached like a whole different audience. It didn't feel mm-hmm. like the same music that was getting put out with One Direction. And when you when I go back and like think of my favorite One Direction songs, a lot of them are Harry like Harry wrote them. Really? Like if um if I could fly was Harry. Yeah. Um Stockholm Syndrome was Harry. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I don't know. I just think he was set up his personality like is has set him up to like be a star. He's also yeah. involved in so many things outside of music. Like yeah. he's now in the MCU. He has two movies coming out. This <laughs> he's in the MCU. Yeah, he plays Arrows. In which in, he in was which in the thing? end credit scene of the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't so watch the Eternals. He's not in any MCU movies yet, but he will be. He's in the MCU. Yeah, Harry Styles literally in the MCU. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So he has two movies coming out this year, mm-hmm. and he was in Dunkirk. That's like, right. He was in a movie right after One Direction before he yeah. even put out music. Right. Holy cow! Yeah, he filmed it. He was casting it before he. It's Christopher his Nolan. First album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, he has a whole. 
lifestyle brand. I don't even know what you would call it. Right now, it's Are like talking about like pleasing. Pleasing. Yeah. He has a whole brand, like a company now. Mm-hmm. So like he's tapped into all of these other things outside of right. Just but like my dad listens to Harry Styles when I'm not around. Like he's really the whole, like I say that to everyone when people are like, oh Harry Styles. I'm like no, like my dad listens mm-hmm. to him. So like he's reached a completely different audience than I think a lot of the guy. I think a lot of the other fan bases for the guys are coming like directly from one direction and then a few more people like i don't want to they're all i like all of their music i genuinely do like i like every single one of their music but like harry's music feels different than like what he was doing in one direction if that makes sense Mm -hmm. you know i i was just listening to harry styles before uh before we came up here and yeah i mean i gotta say i was i was impressed like i liked all the songs that i that i that i heard like it it there is a significant difference between that and what One Direction was doing. Mm-hmm. One Direction, to me, uh, I was a middle school boy when One Direction yeah. was big, so mm-hmm. I was like a little annoyed by all the <laughs> by all the fandom. I mean, I can understand. It, just, it was it was just you know it was like ah oh, another another boy band or whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> listen, but listen to Harry Styles doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like boy band music. It yeah. feels it it feels it's just good music. It's right. good. It like uh, it's a good vibe across all his songs so he's also a performer like he He is is. a performer like even during the one direction days like he was the one like that obviously he was my favorite so i was watching him anyway but like he was very interactive with the crowd and like was always talking to people like even if he wasn't singing he was like chatting with other people in the Mm crowd or like dancing around you know and so like that translated really well to his solo career so like when you're going to a concert like you're getting what you paid for like he is a performer so yeah i think that's also part of it yeah and like with love on tour the way the stage was set up so it was like a circle stage with two catwalks so you had this this side the side it was played in the for round. the audio people you have no idea what i'm saying <laughs> right now but it's played in the round and it had two long uh catwalks. like catwalks that's okay. with two on, stages on each side but basically what i'm saying is like he prioritized every stage so the pit was surrounding the entire stage so there were people on literally every side and he could have just stayed to one side and then have his back turned towards like the other people the entire time but no he literally like gave every single side a chance to like see him and perform for them and everything that you're describing about harry styles to me like the way that he performs Mm -hmm. and what we were talking about what we started the conversation with which was like the easter eggs and how he drops things it seems like everything that he does is just really thoughtful like really intentional Mm -hmm. even with going back to like the wonderland thing which this is unconfirmed this is kind of like a current well (laughs) this i don't want to say anything like dated but basically at love on tour the like screen the images on the screens there was like a bunch of different screens they were bunny rabbits and people are like what do bunny rabbits have anything to do with harry styles like up until now, he had never mentioned rabbits, except his mom does tweet rabbits at the beginning of every month um, for like good luck. It's like a British thing. Okay, I think. That's a that's a real yeah mysterious. And we were like, okay, that's really strange. And then Ginny just showed me the the, the image and it's the love it was, on tour T shirt, the yeah, bunny rabbits the on the checkers, and it played on this the flash on the yeah. before he came out. So now the theory is that like. You know, one of the rabbits is falling and the other is like leaping. And so people see that as like, you know, falling down the rabbit hole, Wonderland, Taylor Swift Wonderland. Oh. Um, so this is unconfirmed, but it's it's kind of just a fun little theory that people are talking about just to like make sense of some things. Because otherwise, genuinely have no idea what bunny rabbits have anything to do with him. I remember when we first saw the, sh- the tour shirts, I was like, Okay. Yeah, I was what? So like, by it. It was I, so honest, I didn't buy it on tour. I bought this one on tour, and yeah. then 
later I like then was like oh, I really like the bunny t-shirt yeah. so I like, bought it when he like posted all the tour merch yeah but. I know it was strange yeah but that's just like something you know people will always try to make sense of something and it creates more conversations <clears throat> about him yeah I think the the closest thing that I can relate to with this is uh my experience just as a video game fan mm-hmm. because there's um there's a similar there's a a game director a famous game director named Hideo Kojima and he similarly likes to do really meta things to tease his video games like there was um there was a whole um thing with one of his games metal gear solid 5 that he made a uh like he made a demo for he made like a a a smaller game that was meant to tease another game but it wasn't called that exactly Mm -hmm. and then there was this mystery game that showed up at a at a at a press event one year that was just called the phantom pain and it was just a gameplay demo it was weird um uh, but the voice actors were the same from previous games the models were the same from previous games and it that caused a whole lot of uproar like what's what's going on here what is he doing you know what is he oh if you if you put phantom pain out on on the screen then you can actually see that it spells out metal gear solid 5 in the in the title of it and that caused just a lot of speculation and a lot of like exactly like like clue searching things like that he's he's super famous for that so do you think that does that ever get old for for you guys or do you think like how uh translatable is that to anybody does it take only a special kind of person to be able to pull that off successfully um i wouldn't say it gets old yeah. mostly because i'm not doing all the research to like figure it out usually i just see a tiktok and someone's like guys <laughs> i figured something out and i'm like genius and i immediately send it to Mackenzie, and i'm like Mackenzie, did you see this <laughs> yes i did yes i did um so because i'm not the one doing all of it i don't i think it's always fun i think sometimes it can feel like a lot Mm -hmm. and i wonder how i guess not every single i think there's a lot of coincidences and so like not every single thing is like intentional but Mm -hmm. then it like they kind of end up being like happy coincidences that something happened and like for example as it was dropped on april fool's day Mm -hmm. right uk time not april fool's our time right it was thursday (laughs) our time but like april 7 p.m on march 31st for us so but it dropped midnight uk which would have been like april fool's for them Uh and um harry had two shows for like halloween he called it harry ween right and on the second night he wore a clown costume so everyone was like he was trying to tell us the whole time i could not tell you there's no way there's just no way he intentionally did that but like it's a kind of a funny coincidence now (laughs) because it's like oh he literally dresses like a clown april fool's day was he trying to tell us you know so people are like he was for sure it's just funny things like that that like just happened to like Mm -hmm. relate but um i don't know i feel like if i was one like constantly trying to connect things i'd probably get bored and it'd be like okay i give up like i'm tired yeah. of like trying to like do all this research mm-hmm. but for some people they love to do it like yeah. some people have made an entire like tiktoks account like based on there's this one girl that like does taylor swift uh-huh. like it, like has just much about taylor swift so i don't know if it's i feel like anyone could probably do it if you have like a fan base that looks into you enough mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah i feel like any member of one direction could probably do it oh be for fine. sure but like I mean, it's the same fan base that like hacked security cameras to watch the meta. Yeah, One Direction fans are insane. <laughs> In like what 2011, when most of us were probably like 10 years old or like 12, I don't know. Yeah, they hacked into airport security cameras and watched One Direction through the cameras. Whoa! I think they also hacked weird? into hotel cameras too. I'm like sure the they did. That's so creepy. How do you what do the- that? Who? 
What? I know. Like, <laughs> who are these? Who I mean, are these fans working with? They need to hire them for the FBI. Like, right? The FBI needs to hire like fangirls. <laughs> at most, they're like the oldest age at the time probably would have been like maybe sixteen. Like, I can't yeah. really think of anybody who would be older than that. So even like that's so young. How do you figure that out? Yeah. What the? Like, there's some. There's some. <laughs> so their fans like, like One Direction's fans do look into like things that they do and are like always trying to connect stuff. So yeah. like any of them can do it i'm sure anyone who has a large enough fan base that's like dedicated enough to like be looking into like what you're doing could pull off something like dropping easter eggs that's why taylor's so so successful because she's been doing it for so long and fans started picking up on it and now it's like every single thing she does they're like oh is she gonna drop this oh mm-hmm. and she's like been dropping hints for both speak now and 1989 to like keep it kind of like which one is it gonna right. be right that's you know? stressful honestly like, and it's stressful yeah yeah i'm glad that I also get a lot of my theories from the internet because I'm just not smart enough sometimes <laughs> no. to think of, like, what is happening. But I know, like, for example, when leading up to As It Was, the drop, um, like, of As It Was, they there was this whole thing with, like, You Are Home, which is kind of similar to Aroda, which we'll get into a second, but I just want to, like, briefly <laughs> mention this. So, like, the door, it was, like, a Do website. Do you want me to read the timeline? <laughs> well, we'll get into it in a second. But, the like, the website was literally just a door, and people are like, okay, mm. interesting. And then eventually the door opened and the door opened to like us. It was like just a crack, like not very open. And it was like a backdrop and it was a different pattern every day. Like the door opened once a day at like 12 so or something weird. with a different pattern. And people were starting to connect the pattern with different book covers. And people know that Harry likes to read and he reads like very famous books. People find out what books he likes. It's not that hard to figure it out, but they started like they would take... They would find the book that related to the backdrop. They take like the first letter of each book title, and they were trying to spell things out. I forgot. I think they one of them was like "come" or something. They thought it was C O M E. They thought it was going to be. <laughs> they thought it was going to be dirty minds. I <laughs> thought it was going to spell "welcome" backwards, uh, and then uh-huh. like when the W, like the next day, it would be. Um, the yeah. next day would be like the release of the single because like the first book was. To be fair, the first thing behind. Behind the first door was a book cover, and it was um, a Ra- Ralph Waldo Emerson. Please, no one kill me. <laughs> I literally don't. Emerson remember. was last name, so it was E. Uh-huh. And then the next day was like um, it looks like the Instagram like um, gradient gradient yeah. thing, but that looked like the spine of a um, like, Murakami yeah. book, which is an author people know that harry likes and mm-hmm. so that was an m and then the next one they like found a book cover that looked similar to it that like the author started with an o but at that point i feel like they were just doing like backwards yeah so it was the author t- names it was the author last name gotcha. like first letter of the author last name but it wasn't it didn't end up being that yeah it feels like, like it feels like fishing it feels like fishing for something people like, just, yeah. just try to grasp anything they can get especially when you know there were rumors at the beginning of 2022 saying like just random articles of like Dumois or whatever saying that Harry would be releasing music like in the fourth quarter which is well, March to be fair the Sony music like the president said that okay so that's so, everyone but it is not Q4 anymore yeah I mean it was like kind of the end of it but that's why people were like <laughs> <lied to> us. <laughs> yeah. people were like well we should be like start looking for easter eggs basically because like Send a the- new Harry single <laughs> can drop at any second and like music videos were starting to be filmed so we knew right. like like there was like pictures of him filming like he mm. was on a large bed in yeah, front of Buckingham. What house. is that about? Like, <laughs> we knew there was like music videos being filmed. Yeah. So, yeah, but so I'm not one to like of, come up with the theories. Yeah. I just like I'm let people tell them that. to me. 
And I'm like, okay. Yeah. It just seems like it seems I like a lot it. of <laughs> seems like a lot of like uh, pressure to withstand because when you uh when you set the precedent that oh every little thing matters, then yeah, fans are fans are going to mull over every little yep. thing. Yeah. Another video game example: yeah. CEO of Xbox, uh, Phil Spencer. Like he he's he's known for putting in like when he does like Zoom calls, like uh, in presentations, he'd have like little figurines in the background <laughs> of like uh, teasing where xbox like what new xbox games are going to come oh, out cool. what partnerships mm. they're doing that have been announced whatever and so now every time he does something like that yeah. fans are going crazy mm. trying to figure out oh what's in his background what's in his background yeah and it's it in in some sense it's okay it's fun but in the other sense it's like you guys really need to chill hold on yeah. like there's not just because he has this thing in the background doesn't mean that he's making this game yeah mm-hmm. i yeah. wonder how harry feels about it if he's like like imagine he just doesn't put any intention into anything and he's just like living his life and he's like they're doing everything for me like i don't yeah. even have to think or if he's like super stressed out about it i wonder Paul well you saw that former. interview where he was where someone asked him about his like fans. easter eggs and he was like some things maybe tr- like a hint some things may no, not be no someone was like your fans are very like dedicated uh-huh. and he was like yeah they're um <laughs> what's they're, the word uh, clued in yeah, there's something <laughs> i was like oh yeah anyway yeah so i wonder oh. so do we want to talk about um Aroda? should we get into like the timeline yeah i'm so curious as to what Aroda is you okay. guys kept mentioning it so i get i should i mention lights up at all or just move it i mean lights up dropped like with literally no hints. first single off of fine line so yeah. what is so second wh- album. what okay. is a road like start from the top and then no okay. 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 don't worry so don't lights worry. up okay. Technically okay. Came, okay yeah lights up came before aroda adore you all that stuff lights up came out in october with literally no warning he posted i think like the do you know who you are posters he also tweeted do that's right that is important okay <laughs> do starting from spell, the top do spelt how do okay he i forgot i probably like beginning of october i don't remember he tweeted do at like the middle of the night and apparently he tells the story of saying like he was half asleep and he didn't realize that he sent it and people are like okay um what is this about and then like a little bit later these posters started going up around the world like in big cities and it said do you know who you are with like tpwk underneath columbia records which harry styles is known for treat people with kindness and he's his record label is columbia so people were like and they're like do and they're like wait a second (laughs) so people were like maybe something's coming out but there was no mention of a single releasing and then that day that it came out i think he posted like I don't know. It was like a screen, I don't know, like a screenshot or just like a promo photo that said lights up. And we were like, interesting. Like, I think he tweeted it or something. It was, that was like that night, like literally. And then we get the video premiere on YouTube that says like lights up in like however many hours or minutes or whatever. And we were like, wait, 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 there's a music video coming out. So that was a very exciting time because nobody knew it was happening. Just kind of dropped out of nowhere. So that was the start of the fine line era. And then I believe well, Watermelon Sugar premiered on SNL, so that was that's like very up, yeah. small. Um, I guess the next big thing was Aroda. So, how do I start saying like wasn't talking it about people this? that had like bought tickets to the show were like getting the ads? Yeah, or they had visited Harry's website, like official website, um, and like the way they found out that 
they were getting the targeted ads is because they like broke into the code or something. So mm-hmm. Harry Styles fans are <laughs> actual hackers. Well, you can like check any code on the website. You can inspect yeah. the codes. Yeah. People do that all the time. <laughs> um, but basically on Twitter, people were getting these random ads that said visit Aroda and they looked like regular travel and tourism ads like that you would get like visit Orlando or something, uh-huh. but Aroda is not a real place. And so they were like very confused and it had like a website. So people were going to the website, visit Aroda.com. And at the time, Harry, he had announced Fine Line, the album. He, I think the track list was out at the time. And so people saw that Adore You was a song title. Aroda spelled backwards is Adore. Mm-hmm. So they were like, maybe, like we could be clowning, like this could be completely made up, but maybe. Um, and then, like they were just getting more ads on Twitter. People were t- tweeting about it. Like, are and you then guys getting like a these Twitter ads? page, right? The Twitter page started. Yeah, like, then there's Visit Aroda. Yeah, Visit Aroda. It was t- tweeting very cryptic messages, like just one-liners, and it's like, what is this? I remember people thought that Visit Aroda was like a school project that somebody had made because the website honestly was not that great, mm. like, high quality wise. Um, <laughs> and also, inten- they might have been intentional. I mean, uh, I honestly, know. yeah, and. So Visit Aroda, it is was... It, is it still up? Is the website still up? Yeah, I think like, so. So the website, it looks like a travel website. They have like places to stay and like restaurants to go to and like the descriptions of each. I think some something said like cherry, something cherry related and cherry uh-huh. is a track list on Fine Line. Uh-huh. There was something about a sunflower. There was just like... Di- and like Sunflower Volume 6 um, is a song. So there were just different things that people were like, wait, maybe... And then they broke into the code, whatever, that stuff. They saw that. They're like, you're getting this ad because you visited Harry Styles' website, basically. And they were like, oh, okay. Um, Interesting. And then (laughs) I remember they also premiered, like, Visit Aroda travel ads in movie theaters before movies. Are you serious? Yeah, I I remember that. that. That's insane. It was just, like, it was crazy. Um, and the then, of it is insane. yeah, I remember the song came out on a Friday, but the Monday before the song came out, he drops the trailer for the music video, and it was like, in all the aisles of the city, there's no nothing quite like Aroda, something like that. I'm trying to find um, like, narrated one of the by Rosalia. That has like the because the tweets had like weird phrases that were like then used in the music video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like um, something about a gold earring. It's like never sail on off number days, like that kind of stuff, <laughs> which is just kind of like. I don't know, little Easter eggs that are just kind of quirky and fun. Um, so then the trailer released, it was about like three minutes, I want to say, I don't know, for the music video on a Monday. And Harry was in it, like in the trailer. And so it's like confirmed. Mm-hmm. This is about Harry Styles. And then the music video fully comes out on Friday and it's an extension of the trailer, which is super fun. So the full music video is like eight minutes long, which is really cool. It's a whole story. It, oh my it's God. actually really, it's really... Honestly, I wish we could play it in this episode because it's such a cool music video. It's a, cool music video. It's a story about Harry who he's like a boy who has like this beautiful smile in this place that's so gloomy and depressing. It's like blinding. Like yeah. the light that comes from his smile is like blinding. Yeah, I'm see- yeah, I'm seeing the uh there's actually yeah. Harry Styles banner ads on the website. I love that. Now and yeah, yeah, I'm, <laughs> that I'm seeing sense. I'm seeing the it's uh a story about a fish. So a basically <laughs> yeah, so Harry is Finding like t- Yeah. <laughs> Harry's like shunned from all of Aroda because like no one is happy and he's the only one who's happy and that eventually makes him sad because he's getting like excluded um and then he goes to a really dark place and he finds this fish that jumps out of the water 
and they both realize that they're like at this dark place and people think you know the fish could uh, resemble us as fans or it could resemble him or he could resemble him and we resemble whatever you know vice versa um so we basically see it as like harry has saved us as fans and we've also saved him as like a like an artist as a person like it's kind of like a mutual thing Mm -hmm. um which i believe is real i feel like that's intentional i don't think that's like a made-up thing so basically harry sees this fish that's trying to like unalive itself like by jumping out of the water unalive (laughs) yeah it's jumping out of the water it's jumping out of the water obviously fish need water and you see that the fish is also being excluded in the in the trailer and then harry sees that he gets inspiration from it he's like you know what i'm gonna save this fish and then the entire music video is about him saving the fish and giving this fish like a second chance at life and then the fish like obviously like eventually breaks free joins its pact and then like all of Aroda as like a community like help harry save the fish in the end and like get back to its family and then it brings everyone together the sky clears and it's beautiful and then this is a little a little additional easter egg but at the end of the music video it says like but he sailed on an off number day but that's another story oh. um and as we heard you can't sail on off number days in rota so don't know what that's about um don't know if we'll ever get that answered continuation oh yeah. my god you never know. the story yes. continues right? it's yeah. happening right now i yeah. know so so that kind know. of was like the first and I think that is really, really, really what led people to start thinking like, oh, Harry's placing like Easter eggs, like he's going to do this whole big thing. Yeah, it's intentional. So, yeah. Yeah. So like leading up to Harry's house, mm-hmm. should go ahead and talk about that. Yeah. So Harry's house is his new album. That's what mm-hmm. it's called. Mm-hmm. But um, I actually wrote out a timeline because we were <laughs> we were watching it in real time. But right. <laughs> um, on fe- in February 2022, You Are Home mm-hmm. joined Twitter, Instagram and TikTok right it was just a page had nothing on it just said you were home not verified so we not were like, verified yeah mm, and, the, and uh their first tweet was march 18th like the first time they tweeted was march 18th mm-hmm. and it was your home mm-hmm. that was it but before that people had seen newspaper ads that had like graphics that included like household objects flipped upside down and then had like the website domain and people were going to the website because they were like this is strange yeah and it wasn't it wasn't working it was just a door Mm-hmm. that wouldn't open like nothing was going on also important to note the website was not secure right so people were like no way it's harry like yeah but i didn't it, think it was harry honestly immediately people started connecting it with harry i don't know how i don't know what yeah i think it's because of past like experience i he's had websites where it was just like one thing on the website like with um oh the like the, like watermelon sugar yeah. and like treat people with kindness it would just be a domain where you put your name in and then Mm -hmm. it's just like it gives you an inspirational message so i feel like him having a website that's just very simple with like one thing is kind of on brand for him yeah but i was at first i was i mean i followed the accounts Mm because i was like well if we're clowning we're clowning you know what i mean but i was like but i was like hesitant about it because i was like it doesn't look like his style like mm-hmm. all the newspaper yeah. ads like did not look like stuff that like his previous stuff yeah anyway so and then then like people were tweeting about how like the website was broken and like the door mm-hmm. wasn't opening so like why did why are they like promoting this website if it's like broken anyway on the 19th so like the next day after so the second tweet was um the doors open come on in that's what was tweeted uh-huh. and you go to the door and it was the sunflower background that we were talking about and so this like kept happening every day. There'd be a new tweet at noon, our time. Yeah. It happened at noon every single 
yeah, Eastern Standard Time for those of you international listeners. <laughs> all of them, sure. all um, the ones out there. <laughs> or just other time zones in the U.S. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all our Kansas listeners. Yeah. Um, at noon, you would get it. We'd get a tweet, and we'd get um, the door would open to something else, right? And so, but still, no idea if it's Harry. Like nothing's confirmed. Like the count's still not verified. The website's still not secure. Mm. But on Tuesday, March twenty second, Harry. Harry followed You Are Home on all That's the platforms. huge. And the account got verified. So then yeah. everyone's like, well, obviously, so it's him, right, right? right? So we're like, yeah. single on Friday, single on Friday, whatever. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So then on the the, the next day, mind you, Mimi Kenzie had been hanging out in the office that morning. I walk because I have to go do office hours, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I get like my, I have like You Are Home no- post no- like tweet notifications on now, right? So I like get I a notification and I'm like, oh, it's just the You Are Home one. So I don't even like my phone, my notifications don't like sh- like show. It just says like I have a Twitter notification. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I like just click on it and it opens up and it's um Harry. It's not. It's a Harry Styles tweet, not a You Are Home tweet. And yeah. it said like Harry's house may 20th or whatever mm-hmm. and i text i screenshot it and to mckenzie and we like we're on facetime for forever yeah. so we did the zoom call with like agency people oh yeah that was super fun um where we were like all freaking out because he had just followed it the day before like mm-hmm. no one expected yeah. him on wednesday on a wednesday yeah just it was announced so his album. shocking and everyone was like well did he drop it drop his album we're like no he just announced it and everyone right. was like why are you guys all how crazy? <laughs> how crazy would it have been if he dropped if he the just entire dropped album? It. Yeah, I would have passed out. It, like, wouldn't genuinely? Have been, it just wouldn't have been good for us. <laughs> no, I mean, from like the Fine Line era, the way it worked out was he would announce singles uh-huh. before announcing the album. And at this time, he had he hadn't announced any singles. We didn't really know when he was making music or releasing it. Yeah. So to just say that the album is coming out, like that was so unlike him and yeah. just like different. And so it was like whoa and then people think that he felt pressure to announce the album because someone who worked yeah yeah, someone who worked at target you know how they have like their little thing i don't know what it's called like a phone that shows you where the products are like what products are in stock there was something that said harry's house may 20th like a record but there was no like media because it hadn't come out yet but when I saw that, I thought that was fake because we were like, I was why like, would he name his album? I know. House? I was like, Harry's house is such a weird name. Like, I was like, I don't like it. Um, and I thought it was like a code name to not a give pseudonym. away. The, yeah. The yeah. real name. Uh-huh. But it's real. It's the real name. So I was like, yeah. okay, I guess I'll live with it. <laughs> but as long yeah. as the music's good. Yeah. And exactly. The, if the music is good, then the yeah. name will be exactly. fine. Yeah. And then we we're yeah. like, oh, we're getting a single on Friday, which... We weren't getting. I don't a think. That Friday. No, yeah, it no. wasn't that Friday. So then, like the following Monday, he announced that the first single, as mm-hmm. it was, will be coming out. And what's important is that one of the tweets that the You Are Home account had tweeted before Harry had even followed the account was, "In this world, it's just us. You know, it's not the same as it was." Which is a which lyric. is a lyric from that song. Mm-hmm. Mm. He also dropped. I, he also on the day he announced his album dropped like the trailer for mm. his for like the album. Oh, that's trailer. right. Yeah, yeah, for the album, yeah. Um, so, and then that was coming out midnight, yeah, April first, UK time, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so it was wild. kind of it was kind of crazy because I don't know how people figured like I don't know how people connected it. Yeah, like the initial connection. I could have. I literally would have never. Thought, but it made slips. me realize like I should just stop questioning everything and just be like, I know. Oh, sure. But you there's know? been times where we are just too optimistic about things. I'm I'm trying to think of any like specific examples. Um, we thought but... that a song was dropping New Year's. 
That's right. We did think there was a song that was dropping on New Year's Eve. Um, that did not come true. But there's just been so many times. Every Friday. At, every Friday. At, I know. But at that time, before it was New Year's Eve, we had gotten no hints. So to be fair, I don't know why we thought that. Like, I think people, yeah. someone just said it and then it was like, yeah, well, I believe that. Well, Kindness had been dropped. Yeah. Like, the music video, like, randomly just dropped on New Year's. Yeah. I forgot to mention that, but I was asleep when that music video came out because it came out on like at, like, 10 a.m. on January 1st. I was asleep. And I wake up at like 12 and I see all these text mes- messages and like people are like, wake up, wake up. I'm like, Harry just released a music video like randomly. So yeah, that was stressful. And I will never be sleeping again, <laughs> basically. <laughs> you can never be asleep next no. time. No, it's, it's funny. I, I looked up the, the Your Home uh, Twitter and the the one fo- the one that they're following is Harry Styles. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the one that's so uh, like, huh, interesting. Right. Yeah, they have a di- there's a Discord for your Yeah, that's home? interesting. That's the other thing because people are like, no way, this is Harry. Like, yeah. he wouldn't make a Discord. I downloaded Discord for him. Yeah. There's 193,000 members. Yeah, but I'm always so confused by it, so I don't really go on it ever. But Jesus. he adds, like, new rooms to it. But, yeah, that was something that people were like, this is not Harry. Like, he would never use Discord because it was so random. His he's team never would not used, promote on Discord, he's yeah. He's never used Discord before, so it was, like, really interesting. Gotta check out this so Discord. he has, like, the house, which is yeah. uh-huh. a kitchen, hallway. hallway, library, studio, and screening room. Oh, <laughs> man. So, uh so takeaways from this um this harry styles experience with his most recent album uh do you think that they will continue doing easter eggs like this do you want to continue seeing easter eggs like this like i think i love easter eggs but i feel like he's gonna do something different each time i know he's in a three album contract with sony so hopefully he keeps making music (laughs) hopefully this isn't the last album that we see of him um but i know like I don't even really remember the Easter eggs from HS1 because I I only like listen to any Easter eggs. I don't know, maybe, but I wasn't like super into the fandom back in 2017. To be honest, I was kind of like mad at all of them for breaking up. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but basically, I mean, like the Easter eggs that were in the Fine Line era, I feel like are different from the ones in the Harry Harry's house era. I feel like they're more intentional Mm -hmm. with Harry's house, so. I feel like he does different ones each time. Yeah. I love Easter eggs. They're really interesting. I will say it's not the same extreme as Taylor Swift. Yeah. Because Taylor Swift, it really is like everything. I feel like... Like her Instagram captions are Easter eggs. Like her tweets, like what she says, how many emojis she uses in a tweet. Like they genuinely are. Like things always add up to 13. Yeah. So like that's like... Taylor Swift is literally everything. Harry's is not every single thing like people yeah. are trying to connect like pleasing his like brand to yeah. him and i don't think it is they're separate mm-hmm. yeah. they're separate i don't think that yeah. it's a little bit more ambiguous with harry styles i feel like but um, it's definitely making us question like other yeah artists like we both like joshua bassett too <laughs> and joshua there was <laughs> there was a day where he like just tweeted an eagle or not tweeted an eagle he like, oh, put yeah. an eagle on that his instagram so story and i sent it to mackenzie i was like I was like, right. new music? It was like an eagle and then it had like eyes, like like the eye, the emoji eyes that are like, screen. you know, and it was yeah. just on black screen. So we were like, is it a music video? Like, what is it? No, it was just an American Eagle campaign. I was like, that's so anticlimactic. <laughs> but it was like making us like. See, when, that, yeah, that's the big risk, right? Like you could be tweeting something, uh, you know, he's teasing something. And since you're not the one controlling the whole message, you know, yeah. the only thing that you're controlling is your teaser. Yeah. Then the fans can take it somewhere completely different. And you can be subject to your own hype. I know. Yeah. And like, well, yeah. shoot, you know, for American Eagle, they probably, you know. For it was the, so funny. They probably saw, man, this, this campaign probably would have done better if it didn't have the bag 
baggage of you know disappointing other fans because <laughs> yeah. of something that you know Josh Bassett would have done instead. So what do you want as we bring this topic home? Mm-hmm. What do you to want uh, audiences to take away from this kind of era that we're in, where artists are dropping hints and you know making clues? You know this kind of marketing campaign, and what do you want um, advertisers themselves to take away from this kind of thing? I think as far as like advertisers go, I think it's not, we don't just have to see it as like a music thing. I mean, obviously it's big in music, but getting your fans involved in music is like what makes it so exciting. So yeah. getting like people who love your brand, like your customers involved in the process of like new launches of a product or like, I don't know. I just think our generation likes, we've talked about it all the time. We talk about it all the time at the agency is like. Gen Z wants to be actively involved in your brand. They don't just want to be people buying, like they want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something that music does so well is like invites you to be a part of it. And Harry Styles and Taylor Swift and others who do the same thing, like have taken it one step further and like with the Easter eggs and like the fans promoting the music. So as far as like general advertising, like get your customers involved in what you're doing, like make it so that like they feel like they're a, a part of the process and not just the end goal mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah and give them room to like play around with theories and like i don't know like you can make it obvious that this easter egg is about your brand but kind of give them room to like speculate a little bit i feel like that'll just make people talk about it more um i think that's what's so fun about the harry styles fandom is that things are kind of unknown for a while and you know, sometimes we go too far and we clown and we get really disappointed that this thing didn't happen. And that's really sad. But it's kind of fun to, you know, speculate with other people who are in the fandom. And I feel like it creates a fandom that's really strong. I mean, honestly, the Harry Styles fandom is a little toxic sometimes because people have different opinions and people are like, don't mm-hmm. really believe other things. But I think like giving room, giving people room to like make their own opinions and like theories about things rather than. I don't know, just making it so obvious right off the bat. So, yeah. And I think, like, for the fan side of it, Mm -hmm. like, not everything is (laughs) intentional. Yeah. Hold down sometimes. And we... (laughs) We know that as, like, from, like, our classes and everything that sometimes there's, like, happy coincidences where you're yeah. like, oh, this worked out perfectly. Like, it's not something we intended to do, but it, it did work out perfectly for, like, what we were doing. Mm-hmm. So maybe don't get super upset when things <laughs> right. don't go exactly how you plan because um, sometimes it's not <laughs> an intentional thing. Which that's also a reminder for myself, although I don't really get – I'm not like, oh. I'm kind of like, oh, man, could have been nice. Yeah. But, like, I'm not, like, angry about it or anything. I don't really think anyone is, but – yeah. Just remember that not everything's intentional. Yeah. Even when we say, like, every I remember, part of a brand's intentional. It's not. Yeah. It's not all intentional. Yeah, I remember we thought we were going to get, like, a One Direction reunion for, like, <laughs> mm. not only July 23rd, but on, like, the James Corden show because he had mentioned it. And all they did was, like, play clips from old interviews. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is not the same. Not, <laughs> yeah. not exactly. Yeah. And they, like, gave us the San Siro. But that's also, like, reaching a little far, like, to get them all. But is it, though? I don't think it is. At this point, I just feel like just have a like, conversation jumped on a zoom call together right you know what i mean like we're not asking you to like reunite and like perform like we all know you're on your own like solo one direction if you're listening to this talk to each other it would make our day be friends please yeah just like please be friends (laughs) yeah that would Uh, just be amazing and so 
guys <laughs> that was that was an excellent education <laughs> on not just harry styles but on one direction yeah, as amazing. a whole i'm learning so much about music that <laughs> i go on and on honestly yeah this could be a four-hour podcast <laughs> really oh my god okay i love talking about it <laughs> so i wanted my topic to be kind of about the same thing about the yeah. same similar about music as well but a little bit different um i want to talk about radio mm -hmm. uh because radio uh, has a lot to compete with. And radio is really not what it used to be. Radio used to be the the thing. You know, radio, it used to be that families had the radio station, the big radio uh, in the corner of the living room and the, the kids and the family would, would um, you know, gather around it. And that is where, you know, they would, uh, the, all the entertainment would come through. Mm -hmm. um, over time, and well, it's just jumping right to now, things like Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, all these online streaming services, they've superseded uh, really the popularity yeah. of radio. And then with and with Bluetooth and being able to connect your phone to your car, your car speakers, then really radio kind of a losing, <laughs> losing out of the There's a lot to compete with. There's a lot Poor more radio. things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm always, I'm always, when I'm in my car, I'm always connecting my phone to my car and then just listening to whatever, yeah. a podcast or any other music. Yeah. But sometimes though, I catch myself when I'm driving because when I, when I turn on my car, my phone doesn't automatically connect to my car. And if I have my radio up, then the radio just starts playing mm -hmm. automatically. And sometimes I'll hear the radio playing and I hear a, like their radio tune. I hear the announcer saying, um, 100.9 Gainesville classic hits, you know, things like that. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to listen to the radio <laughs> today on this drive. And there, that, that's just kind of like living in my head. Like I, why, why, like, why is that? And I want to ask yeah. if you guys feel like that, because I, um, this, this topic especially came to mind, uh, when I was, uh, driving to church last Sunday mm -hmm. and I was just just kind of vibing in the car, driving on the highway. And, you know, like it was a sunny day. And uh, on Sundays, they do um, 100.9 Gainesville FM. They do like a top 40, but of old, like an old top 40, like none of the songs are current. Mm -hmm. so, so it's like, it's like a throwback station. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's radio from a different time. And I'm just, man, I, I love, and I like listening to the, like the in-between stuff, the stuff in between the music, more so than the music itself. Yeah. And that's kind of what, I, when I'm listening to radio, that's what I'm there to listen to. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have that same experience? And what do you, if you do, what do you think is so, or don't, what do you think is powerful or different about that? Yeah, honestly, I feel the same way because I think it's a nostalgia thing. Like growing up, like you would listen to the radio with your parents, like in the car, because at the time, I think we had like aux cords, but or like mm -hmm. CDs, like oh, you yeah. didn't really like have Bluetooth or I don't know. The radio was just so much easier because you didn't have to try to connect something to like it was just it was just there. Um, but also, I think I like the in between parts more because honestly, the music that's played on the radio right now has been the same music for the past like 10 years. And it's so annoying. <laughs> like it just gets old so fast. I mean, even if I listen to the radio in a car ride for like I'm in the car for about an hour, I will hear the same song at least twice. And that's not how it should be. It is so annoying. <laughs> I really don't like it. Um, I will say the only radio station that I enjoy listening to, and this is 
not a lie is ghq so you should go to ghq um but it is true because it's run by college students and it's music that college students like so it feels like it's more current music and i feel like they change up the music a lot more frequently what what is ghq for the people who don't know uh i believe it stands for like gator headquarters but basically it's the uf um radio station that Mm -hmm is run by college students. It's hosted in the College of Journalism and Communications. Jenny, yeah. uh, what, can you relate at <laughs> no, all? I'm say, I really? don't listen to radio. Oh, I don't um, know. I mean, either, but. I, I would say I grew up listening to radio, but um, it would be like Sirius XM and not um. like the local stations. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure I listen. I don't have very many memories of listening to local stations, but... Really? My issue with the local, with FM and, a- and AM, is that it changes wherever you are. Which That's I guess true. the fun of it yeah. is, like, finding where you... But, like, yeah. Sirius XM, at least you know, like, 80s on 8, that 90s is on true. 9, 2000s. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I'm not really a radio listener. I like my music. I like to listen to the music that I want to listen to right. where I am. Um, and, like you said, they play... It's not recent songs. No. And so you're always like constantly like changing between if I do listen to a Sirius XM, it's usually the blend or the coffee house, whatever, because it's like acoustics. Mm. The coffee house is acoustics. But there's like a pit bull station and I'm like, I'm not a whole a whole, a whole ass pit bull station. Like, right in the middle of like Z one hundred, whatever. <laughs> but uh yeah. No, That's and funny. the only I mean, I guess I listen to like radio interviews. Yeah. <laughs> but like for like promo for movies and like I guess like even like Harry Styles albums, like I'll go on YouTube and watch them like we're watching this, but yeah. that feels more like a podcast and less like a right a radio. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not a radio listener. I uh, I don't, quite literally never turn the radio on in my car. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. I just plug my phone in. I think for me, one of the one of the things that separates radio from uh, something like Spotify or Apple Music is the the sonic brands that they have and mm-hmm. for those who, are, who don't know sonic branding is really just like the tunes like theme yeah. songs little jingles things like that you know my intro to this podcast is like an audio is, is a sonic brand you know it's the same thing every time because it's supposed to signal yet yeah, this is the beginning of this thing yeah. you know so whenever like when I think of a radio station, I think about their thing. Like my radio stations back home, Wave One Hundred One Point One, One Hundred Two Nine, Bob FM. You know yeah. the, that the, that kind of stuff. And so, in the mornings in high school, Wave One Hundred One Point One back home, Naples, Florida. That was always the uh, the radio station that was on when I was driving to school in the morning. And so, I mean, every time I'm back home, like, yeah, let me just put on Wave One Hundred One Point One again, just yeah. to just to feel just to feel the days that. again. Yeah, eighty-eight point three. See, 88.3. I grew up with that. <laughs> no, I forgot about that. See, That's my mom's, like, favorite But even, channel. like, XM has, like, 70s on 7. <laughs> That's so it's like good. It's, like, XL 106.7. <laughs> That's the... It's You're just, right. The jingles are great. They do a really good. <laughs> yeah, like, they, like, so Sonic. funny. Like, they let you know, okay, like, this is what we're in for, yeah. you know? It, it, you know, it gets... <laughs> kind of silly sometimes when like they start like layering a bunch of like like a bunch of it's like okay this is a lot yeah okay i feel like i'm on a trip right now yeah. <laughs> okay cool it down but yeah even and even the like the i mentioned 100.9 uh, for gainesville like that jingle is now that's in my head too like classic hits 100.9 gainesville like, like he comes up with them he's like what's the 105.1 one i can't even think of it yeah i don't like there's like some cultural element that's missing from uh spotify or apple that that it kind of you know they're great 
so, so they're they're great services. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong. Like I'm not gonna if I want to listen to music, I'm not gonna turn on. I'm not gonna get a radio and put it in my apartment yeah. anytime soon. No, I'm gonna I'm you, gonna listen to the. You lose the human mm -hmm. aspect. Yeah, you yeah. lose the human aspect when you just are listening to like a playlist because the yeah, fun about radio is that true. there is a person that's like choosing the songs and like there's callers. You know, sometimes yeah. you're like hearing people talk, so you are like missing out on that. Like and there's like little breaks in between songs where you get like the talking and all that like when you listen to a playlist it's just song after song after song yeah and i think um uh one of the things that one, one of my favorite movies uh is a tarantino movie called once upon a time in hollywood came okay. out in 2019 i wanted to watch that but i never did and I that. <laughs> that that movie is a it's it's one of his slowest movies like mm -hmm. it's really and it takes it takes place in uh, uh 1969 hollywood and the whole thing, it's a, it takes place over the course of like two days mm -hmm. and it's just a slow ride throughout the entire, it's a set piece. And and the one, and the main character is Hollywood. And so okay. as there's a lot of scenes where it's just um, characters in a car listening to the radio and they're driving somewhere. Mm. And Brad Pitt has the, the radio on and uh, and it they made like all their own jingles. They made their own ads <laughs> for the for radio oh, ads for the movie. Really and yeah. I love I love watching that movie and just kind of taking it all in. You know, taking yeah. in the radio the, the radio ads at the time and and just just vibing with it. And then to go even further, I even I found this playlist on Spotify that's like 30s and 40s radio. And it's and to listen to the kind of ads that that's my favorite part about listening to those playlists is like they have the music, you know, they have like the the cool jazz that was always around at the time. But then when a cigarette commercial comes on, oh, yeah. you know, when an old Colgate ad comes on, <laughs> it's funny. like Mr. Clean, <laughs> Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Oh, um, the fuck the the um the the fifties radio the uh, the their their promotion for for what to do in case of a nuclear strike. Oh, drop. Yes. and cover yeah. drop and cover like that's this, so interesting yeah like just put, put yourself at the time that of, is terrifying. of these kids like listening they made it sound yeah. so like lighthearted, like you're gonna die yeah. if this happens and then, like, and then when you when you look at the uh, at the video it's like oh what do you what remember what to do when the when the atom bomb strikes you know drop Edgar, and it's literally a it's like what it works you know that stuck in those kids heads oh, because like, think stop, about, like, drop, and roll. do you know what songs always stuck in my head mm. i had to babysit my little cousins and uh -huh. we listened to daniel tiger and daniel uh -huh. tiger just has like songs that encourage kids to do certain things not as intense as that <laughs> but i mean like just things like that help you remember yeah. like the fact that we can still remember jingles i know is insane you yeah. know like yeah. so probably i mean it was actually probably very smart from like a advertising perspective to yeah. put in a jingle you don't want to scare kids with it you right. just want them to like remember right. it yeah, the the jingles the human element i think that's why i still listen to radio and i'm curious yeah. as to how many people uh feel like that yeah because you know, we do love nostalgia yeah it's i think for me if i listen to it it's definitely a nostalgia thing or if i want to feel like comforted like i know with the high school experience where i listen to xl 106.7 in the morning on my drive because it felt very comforting like hearing people talk and like laugh and chat like i don't know it felt like a nice little hug and <laughs> so i feel like that's kind of like what radio is i know the ads can get really annoying because there's so many of them and the songs can also get really repetitive and annoying mm. but you know there's something nostalgic about it uh hour and a half is uh, what we're going on nice. right now uh it seems to be a common common time for really? all these episodes yeah so everything just adds up to the same amount of thing we talked yeah. 
a lot about Harry. <laughs> I know. Harry Styles really carried this episode a lot. But I think I Thank think you, that Harry. that was a good that was a good conversation. Yeah. Um. But yeah, guys, any closing comments? Your thoughts on being here? What was the experience like? I love it. I love you know talking about Harry Styles, of course, and marketing <laughs> and all the fun things. I mean, this is like literally what I what I want to do when I grow up, <laughs> graduate college. <laughs> but like music marketing, just anything in the entertainment industry, I think. It's just so interesting. Like, I think what we've learned with music marketing is that, like, all the Easter eggs, I don't think they can just go for musicians. Like, I think other celebrities can take them, too. Like, I guess you could do it for, like, movie releases or if you have, like, a campaign with, like, a magazine. I feel like anyone can really take part in it if they want to. I know a lot of, like, celebrities like that maybe don't want to. They want to be more low-key. But I think I think anyone can benefit from it, honestly. Um, But this was fun. I... I really enjoy talking about Harry Styles. Yeah. And Taylor Swift, and Ultimately. I'm a marketing major, so I like marketing, there too. So. Yes, the only other... No, yeah. not the only other. Is there, a, is there another marketing Ashley major? Ashley Sepulver's, I think, is Yeah, marketing. Ashley's also marketing. I think there's four or five of us. But oh, really? We're a small, we're a small group. Small but mighty. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. <laughs> and we have another. Daniel's a business school kid. Yeah. yeah. Some uh, a nice handful of business school kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to, to Ginny yeah. for helping me a lot with <laughs> making major decisions. Yeah. yeah. Guys, uh, are you are any of you active on social media? Do you want people to interact with you at all? Um, my Instagram is Mackenz Kurth, M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-K-U-R-T-H. <laughs> um, if you want to follow me on TikTok, you don't have to. I don't post on there that much anymore, but it's just Maxi loves Harry. <laughs> um, I was very involved on TikTok in like 2020 when quarantine happened and One Direction TikTok blew up. So that's why I like got into it, but I kind of fell off of it because TikTok is kind of boring now, honestly. But it really is boring. It, I just don't know it. what to post anymore, honestly. Like I love it, but I need yeah. my TikTok to go into funny things. Yeah. I'm like really right now stuck on Bridgerton and Harry Styles TikTok, which I love. Yeah, I love Bridgerton and I love Harry Styles, but I'm ready to get like back to my normal, like funny <laughs> free page. Yeah. Um, what are your social media? Yeah, because <laughs> um, I'm not active at all on TikTok. I don't post anything mm. on TikTok, so don't even follow me on TikTok. Not, unless you want to send me, unless you want to send videos back and forth. But that's just Ginny Discern. <laughs> unless you want to be friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my Instagram is Ginny dot Discern. G I N N Y dot. D-E-Z-E-R-N <laughs> as Correct. in Nancy. Um, and yeah, yeah, don't tweet either or else I would push my Yeah, Twitter. I'm not really active on Twitter. Twitter kind of scares me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Stands on Twitter are brutal. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So my stuff, I'd, uh, yeah, I'm not active on Twitter or Instagram, but you can find some of my writings on my Medium blog, medium.com forward slash at Anthony Bonet for my writing. I'll, I keep saying I'll update that. <laughs> One day, one day, you know, there's five, there's like five things on there. You're yeah. holding yourself accountable right now. Yeah, I am. I'm making so many promises. Yeah. <laughs> Should I plug my LinkedIn? Oh, oh yeah. Add us on LinkedIn. For yeah. any uh, potential employers, uh, my LinkedIn is Mackenzie Kurth. M-I-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E-K-U-R-T-H. My LinkedIn's Jenny Dessert. Yeah. G-I-N-N-Y space D-E-Z. Give me a job. <laughs> please <laughs> i have an internship but i'll yeah hey shout out that's a that's big congrats thank you uh yeah my linkedin is just my name anthony bonet a-n-t-h-o-n-y b-o-n-e-t i have games on itch.io anthony bonet 
itch.io. I'm a game developer. I make games sometimes. Um, remember to follow the agency on our socials, agency on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. That's at the agency at UF. LinkedIn is also the agency at UF and YouTube, which if you're watching this, you are already on the agency at UF. We post great content. Thanks to our great comms team. Yeah, go comms. Yes. <laughs> Remember, if you want to hear more about topics like Harry Styles in the future or nostalgia or anything marketing related, remember to like, comment, subscribe. That really helps us get out to the rest of the world, to all our international listeners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that we need to find. Yeah. yeah. We'll track him down. We'll be like, listen. <laughs> uh, all right. So thank you guys for listening. And until then, see ya. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.